0: doody little buckaroo Do you like animals? We sure do So come on down to the weekly meeting of the Animal Fan Club Cuckoo! Cuckoo! The cuckoo clock is proclaiming that it's creature Clock. so ring that buzzer It sounds like a lion roar, roar! And open the door to join us for the twelfth meeting of the Animal Fan Club
1: I'm me, Dolphus, the dolphin cat
2: I'm Dionysus, the hedonism cat. I'm Secretius, the facetious cat.
1: And we meet here every week at our clubhouse that we like to call the Dalmatian Station. (laughs) Let's talk about our favorite animals.
0: While we lack an expertise, we make up for an unbridled enthusiasm and childlike wonder.
1: Wow!
0: So saddle up that miniature horse and hold on tight for the furriest, fin-filled, and feathered podcast in all of the kingdom Animalia.
1: Welcome to the clubhouse, everybody. And we have a special guest. Introduce yourself.
2: My name is Ren, but it's not my cat name, right? Right. That, that's your human That's name. my human name. Your human my name. Human, my non gelical name. Yes. Yeah. I believe it's, is it your human given name? Is that what it's called?
1: The naming of cats is a difficult matter. It isn't just one of your childhood games as we will discuss yeah. moving forward surely yeah so i guess this is a little bit of a different episode in that we are here to talk about the much prefaced the much mentioned in numerous podcasts prior to this one cats the movie spectacular
0: 2019 directed by tom hooper <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after we last met at the clubhouse we went to see the film immediately thereafter uh-huh i'd say that our viewing experience was Marvelous. It was in a theater that was mostly empty, save like five pockets of groups of two to six people who were kind of there feeling the same energy that we were. So they yeah. were during Mr. Mistopheles, they were pushing their hands back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> we may have, you know, opened a few beverages that we brought in during <laughs> opportune moments in the orchestration, which was very easy to do because uh, you know, we knew the piece so well. You know, I'd just say overall it was uh it was really a positive viewing experience, at least as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yes. Yes, Ren, do you want to talk about? Because you weren't with us. Yeah,
2: I wasn't with you guys, which I do regret. It sounded like it was a tremendous amount of fun. It was.
1: I'm just going to preface all this. So, Ren and I work in the same office. Mm-hmm. I feel like I heard through the grapevine, or maybe you told me. It was like Ren saw cats. <laughs> Rens saw cats, and I knew I was going to see it that weekend. And so I was like, "You had to come tell me everything." You're kind of my, you've been like the one person in the office I could talk to.
2: Oh, totally. About it. I feel like when you and I are at the bar, everybody else is like looking like, holy holy shit, they're really like talking about cats. They're really (laughs) talking about cats. There's a lot to talk about. There's plenty. There's plenty. There sure
1: is. And I think you are the perfect guest for this because I think you shared in the excitement and the like joy and how freaking ridiculous it was. Yes. Yes in that you said you would go see it again. Oh,
2: easily. And and I also, quote, unquote, said this to Meredith. N- knowing how the movie ended up turning out, I would, one, willingly see it again, and easily would have paid more money. Easily. <laughs> oh, completely. <laughs> easily. Completely.
1: And that is why you're here with us today. <laughs> this yeah. is perfect.
0: I could have used a better sound circumstance, but I don't think that was the design of the film. I think that was the individual cinema. So mm. were I to see it again, I would want to see it in a theater Whose audio people I trusted. And I don't (laughs) say that about most movies. Wow. Like, I want the full immersive. I want it loud. Yeah. I want to hear every single cat. You want to hear every purr. Oh, yeah.
1: Every purr, every scritch, scritch, scritch.
0: I want a side-by-side of the updated graphics package versus the original uh, graphics
2: package. Very true. If only. With,
0: like, those circles that show up around the differences, like on
2: those (laughs) video poker machines (laughs) on the side of bars. That's what I want. Oh, yeah. Totally. Man, if we could watch cats again. What would it look like?
1: Well, Hot I did go mess. the second time. I have you did. to, I oh, have to yeah. reveal this. I had to take a friend of mine before she left town for a few months to see it. She was traumatized. I kept looking over at her and her face was just like, whereas my face was just kind of a gleeful grin. So smiley. The whole time I look over and hers was just kind of one of intense worry. Mm. and fright so
2: she she was legitimately not really into it
1: i mean she was because i know she's a connoisseur of shitty things just like me yeah i think this one was just a little too much oh, a funny. little too much she had some great quips in there
0: was she familiar with the source material yeah i was actually not really and she's oh. a
1: musical theater person Whoa. she's been in numerous broadway shows mm. and she is actually very unfamiliar with cats She was kind of the perfect person. I wish I could have gone into it with her perspective of not knowing it as I do, like the back of my hand, because I've been (laughs) listening to this shit since I was like eight. Right. So all of this is very normal to me. Right. People in unitards and leg warmer, furry things, and wrist warmers as well. Wrist Uh. warmers. Demeter actually wears gloves in the Broadway production. This is just like a normal day, normal theater experience for me. Whereas some other people, I think, were very much taken aback.
0: Yeah, some other people have days that aren't as fun as the days that you have, generally.
1: Right. <laughs> I see the world through cats colored glasses.
0: Those bright up flashy red glasses, the red strobe glasses. Yes. I rewatched the nineteen ninety eight film today because oh, I had time. You
1: did. Yeah. I love that.
0: I was really preparing for it, and I, you know, you can find it in clips on YouTube, but with mm-hmm. commercial breaks and whatever in between, or like bad cuts and everything. I think it's on Mr. Mistopheles, but honestly, I don't remember because I was kind of half writing. I
1: could probably tell you; I'm very familiar <laughs> with that production.
0: <laughs> but they put the red, they put the sunglasses on, and they're light up red LEDs, and they flash like on the front together and then on the side yeah. together, but they strove really fast.
1: That's the Great Rumpus Cat.
2: That's the Great Rumpus Cat. He was cat. not in the movie. I was going to say, no. I, I don't... You don't I, know. I haven't heard that name in a very
1: long time. <laughs> yeah. the Great Rumpus Cat settles the battle between the Peaks and the Pollicles, which right. are two different warring bands of dogs.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was cut from my original viewing of Cats, because my introduction to Cats was the Boulder Dinner Theater with my grandparents. <laughs> wow.
1: What were the costumes like at the Boulder Dinner Theater?
2: Like, definitely cheap. Like, definitely definitely (laughs) cheap. Even if you spend tremendous amounts of money on cats, which is what this movie was, it's still odd to look at. Absolutely. And so imagine that with no money. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will argue Hmm? further on in this episode
0: (laughs) that perhaps spending a little bit of less money on the manipulation of the physical bodies... To render them as realistic cats totally. is perhaps misguided. So I would say maybe if you want to go to Party City and get a <laughs> cat Halloween costume and like use it for your Boulder Dinner Theater or mm-hmm. any other theater experience, maybe a queer underground Brooklyn presentation <laughs> of Cats the Musical.
1: Or whatever theater is being represented on your shirt right now, Mondo.
0: The Monomoy Theater in Chatham, Cape Cod, yes. Yes. The late Monomoy Theater, where I did summer stock, like a true theater professional in my college years. And I'm a drummer. That's, you know, what a life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A real renaissance man. He sure is. Well,
0: that's where I was there. They were like, we just need drums for one show. Everybody else is going to be rehearsing for the next straight plays later, but you can just hang out all day and then just do the shows. And then you go home after two weeks. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like the best gigs ever, right?
1: Yeah.
2: I wasn't uncomfortable Visually, that At was the Boulder Dinner theater. At the Boulder Dinner Theater. I was uncomfortable visually in the movie theater in the dark.
1: That's saying something.
2: Because I agree. I think you can kind of call BS a little bit when you're looking at a dinner theater. You're looking at it and you're like, this is a dinner theater. I'm eating fucking beef stroganoff.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, man. A meal's a meal. Sometimes you got to... Keep that sodium level up, you know, so you could take a quick nap. And Mistopheles' big number, right? Because I had no context of cats before that zero zero. Yeah. I just knew it was a thing. I knew it was a big musical. I knew it was popular. And then I I watched it, and like the first question I had was why 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 cats? Why does it exist? Why did <laughs> it? Why was it created? Who is it for? Why is it for? Yeah. How is it for? how do people feel about this who are into it? How do people feel about this who aren't into it? Which I know is the question you ask.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm just trying to recap here. So the Boulder Dinner Theater is where you first encountered Cats, and your reaction was, mm. what is this thing?
2: Yeah, so so confused. Didn't enjoy it. I'll be clear. I didn't enjoy <laughs> okay, it. Okay, you <laughs> did not enjoy it.
0: Did you intersect with Cats at any other
2: point in your life? No, I, I think that was enough. I think I saw okay. it, and I was like, I think this is my last interaction with
1: this piece. You were put off, piece. put off of Cats. Yeah. Were
2: you aware of uh, any of the songs, musical numbers,
0: ballets
2: i
1: i no i knew,
2: i knew of them of course but i'm not sure. sure i could ever like really do it from from okay memory but like oh <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> that's a challenge them fighting words
0: <laughs> well no you've just referenced the most famous song memory memory it, how does it go
1: memory <laughs> is that That's it? the one okay. yeah that's the one
2: maybe not tonally accurate but sure um Okay, and so then you re-entered this darkened movie theater
0: with yes. this thought of, "Let's see what all the fuss is about." Uh, totally,
2: totally. And it, it was very much like knowing how I felt about Cats, which was not good. Yeah. Also, hearing about the train wreck ahead of time because obviously everybody was talking about it. I'm like, of course, of course, I want to see Cats yes. in the big on the big screen. Of course. Yes. Great. And I had a, and I had an, the most incredible time. Similarly to your guys, yes, well, sure. Meredith's first viewing. My first of it, viewing definitely got the uncomfortable feeling right from the top. You know where the cats are like, ear, ear, like at the bag that's like rough. Yes. Yeah. Like, okay. Wah. Well, wait, wait, Sorry. wait. No, that's okay. <laughs>
0: We're sticking to a format here because I love structure. Mm-hmm. I'm going to quickly tell you about my introduction to cats as well just so that we have all three because you we've we've made it clear Meredith has the early childhood <laughs> passionate love of cats yes. learning the moves. Sweaty in the basement. Her brother's like, <laughs> "What were you doing?" Yes. And she has to lie because she's so embarrassed that she was learning the choreography from cats. Yes, the ogs, as everybody's <laughs> calling it now. Corey, nobody says choreo anymore. They all say the ogs. Oggs. Yeah, Oggs. what? What does the ogs mean? It, it's like, instead of choreo, you just say ogs. It's like choreography. Chore-oh-oh. Just say ogs. Ogg.
1: That's so funny and stupid. Strange. But I'll do it. Thanks. I'll do it.
0: I appreciate she's that. Trendy. I I was introduced to the book of poems. I saw the play and then I saw it on television and I like got it and listened to the recordings. It was just very (laughs) into the whimsical nature of Cats. It didn't need to make sense. Like I was a child, like I loved it. Mm. And then I've always loved it. And we saw this, we saw the Broadway show together.
1: Yep.
2: Wow.
0: This most recent revival where I like yelled at a tourist for being on her phone.
1: And then he was like, he was like wagging his finger at her. And then I swatted his finger away.
2: Like a cat. Like
1: exactly. And I was like, wasn't it nice that we got in a little tussle, very cat like? In the back, the very back row of the, whatever yeah, theater that your, your was, gel- the Neil Simon. I
2: think angelical cells were
0: coming. It was uh, wherever Mean Girls is now. It's the Neil Simon.
1: I don't know. I think it's the one across the street.
0: The August Wilson, maybe?
1: No, it was the Neil Simon.
0: The Neil Simon. So. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's important to know your Broadway real estate. This is the lens through which the three of us are all viewing Cats. So, I guess it's time to kick it off with I guess. our-
1: well, one other thing. We need to acknowledge the other guest in the room, which oh, I think yes. is very appropriate. Oh, well, he's passed out on the bed now. Yeah. But we have a dog. The very first animal guest on Animal Fan Club, other than us human animals, is Warren the dog. Warren
2: the dog.
1: Ren's sweet little pup pup. And he is just passed out.
2: He's absolutely knocked out. We uh, so met cute. a German Shepherd puppy on the big walk over here. Oh. So he had a really <laughs> solid play date with him. Romp. So I knew it was kind of going to be a double-edged sword because I knew he was going to come in here. He was going to be exhausted, which is good because he's not going to become a borker. A bork? But it's also a sad borker. because it's like he's a sleeper right now. Oh. So, for all the listeners, know, there's no dog
1: here. <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> I know. But I just had to <laughs> no, acknowledge him, it because it was so good. Oh, yeah, there was one bork. Oh yeah, we got he one bork in. out of him. He borked in the um in the opening, which is yeah, perfect. Yeah, he could he right him. on cue, Warren. Boy, it. what a good boy! Oh good, ready? Okay. Texana, you. Texana, we. Texana, who?
0: Texana, me. Kingdom. Animalia. Multicellular eukaryotic.
1: chordata
0: Cordata. Spines divine. Class. Mammalia. Real fur technology. Order. Carnivora. Give me that delicious meat. Family. Felidae. Cats of all stripes. Genus. Jellicust, they know how to get to the heavyside lair. Species. Skimble Shanky Day, Cats of the Railway Train. Nothing goes wrong on the Midnight Northern Mail.
1: (laughs) Wow!
0: Skimble Shanks, the railway cat, the cat of the railway train. Yeah. The general overview of Skimble Shanks is that there's a whisper down the line at 1139. Yes, yes. The yes. mail is ready to depart. And mm-hmm. everybody's like, Skimble, where's Skimble? Where's the cat of this railway train? Like, we can't possibly go. Everybody's looking for him. They're like, we can't leave without him. And then at 1142, which is...
1: The signal's overdue. It's overdue. Oh.
0: It is definitely overdue. And the passengers are so frantic. <laughs> Skimbleshanks just appears and saunters to the rear of the train. He's been busy in the luggage van, like yeah. whatever the hell that means. Yikes. And then he <laughs> flashes his green eyes, okay, and the signal goes all clear. Then they're off to the northern parts of the northern hemisphere. hemisphere.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Skimbleshanks seems to be a sort of de facto supervisor. Like he kind of <laughs> paces down the corridor. He examines faces of travelers and all the classes. He establishes control with his regular patrol and he knows at once if anything's occurred, which I think is not the biggest lie of the song. But I think is definitely a lie. I don't think that Skimble Shanks <laughs> knows about everything that's happening on this train. I think Skimble Shanks would mostly be confused about what was ever happening on the train. But again, sure. this is what cats want us to think about them. Mm. This isn't the truth about cats, you know.
1: Seductive nature of cats.
0: I have to say, in the 2019
1: film,
0: <laughs> that Stephen McRae portrays Skimble Shanks very elegantly. And when he comes down and he's just like strutting across with his high waisted pants, mm. it's just a absolutely gorgeous.
1: It is probably my favorite number in the whole thing, I will say. Interesting.
0: Which is my way to get into something that I have to say about this early, is that there were a lot of fantastic dancers in this, and a lot of Mm -hmm. very wonderful performances by them.
1: Yes, absolutely. We'll just get this out of the way. There were some major dance heavy hitters. In this, mm-hmm. I mean, Monkstrap, so the main, like, gray narrator. Oh, yeah. Robbie Fairchild, formerly principal dancer of the New York City Ballet. I adored him dancing. <laughs> I would go to the New York City Ballet just to see him. He's phenomenal and seems like a lovely, lovely person.
2: Yeah. And an even better cat.
1: Well, you know, <laughs> this is nothing against him. And I really respect him a lot but I do hate what they did to him. Mm. And I think that goes for a lot of them. And then also Francesca Hayward is Victoria principal at the Royal Ballet in London.
0: With that solo kind of towards the top of the show where she's just in that just stunning, like accomplished high level ballet classical, like fully just in herself and just knows every single part of her body and Mm. just exactly where she's going to place it. And just astounding to watch. And to see technique like that on the big screen is really nice and something that I feel very positive about.
1: Mm. Yeah. So we just have to, like, say that. And then also Stephen McCrae, you said his name was? Yes. S. tap Shanks, The
0: railway cat.
1: Yeah. What is he, like, Australian?
0: He's Australian, but he dances in London.
1: Well, first of all, the butt on that cat. Mm. Can we just talk about the ass on that cat in those red pants? Just something to behold. I'm sorry. I was very no. into it. I was very, in- I know mm. he's supposed to be a cat and I don't want to be a freak and like, you know. So
2: did did this reawaken something primal from your childhood or is this a new thing? Were you like, whoa, I've never looked at this cat this particular way.
1: <laughs> I've never you know? considered Shanks to be a particularly like sexy mm. character in Cats. But this particular production mm. and him in those red pants like up around his yeah abdomen i know as a cat, like, so
0: high-waisted just yeah. like a the, very high-waisted like a ballet pant
1: yeah just the,
0: like the legs that just his legs just kept going mm-hmm. and he's kind of doing that thing where he leans back a little bit as he's walking and his mm-hmm. shoulders are going i mean yeah, he's just yeah, yeah, yeah. spectacular and just like such precision and elegance mm-hmm. and a really great vocal performance too i have to say
1: tippy tap tapping down those railways i'm a
2: sucker for tap dancing
1: though. yeah
0: like, me oh, too shit. The scale jumping around to the different tap
2: dance locations was jarring. Man, those <laughs> cats were microscopic on the actual railway itself,
0: and then at yeah. other times
2: they were giantesses. <laughs> sort
0: of Amazonian Main coon coons. Cats of sorts. Maine
1: Coons all the way. So yes, I, I kept trying. I kept.
0: Sorry, we have a dog on the couch. <laughs> yeah, dog on the dog couch. On the
1: couch dog He's trying to sniping. figure out how
0: this clock works. Yeah. He's smelling it. I just have to say on the subject of Skimble Shanks, is also clocks because, you know, this whole standardization of times and time zones was for the rail lines, which oh, makes Skimble Shanks a as a point. character, especially sinister because yeah. he's messing with what is the most important to the people of the
2: rail, mm. which is to maintain a crisp schedule. He holds power in the realm of humanity, too. He's not just a powerful cat. Right. Yeah. He's got the whole world in his paws.
1: Right.
0: All of the northernmost male of the northern hemisphere.
1: Uh, Yeah, he checks, like, the, the different cars. Like, he... He does. And then you find a little den with the name written up on the door. Woo, woo. Okay, hang on. Yeah.
2: I just, I just want to see the human that's like, excuse me, I'm looking for the Northern Hemisphere train?
1: Going to the Northern Hemisphere? <laughs>
0: it was very pleasant when they'd found their little den with their names written up on the door, and the berth was very neat and a newly Neely folded a sheet, and not, not a speck, speck of dust upon the, upon the floor. floor. There was every sort of light. You, you could, could make, make a it darker, bright,
1: bright. and a, a button you could turn
0: to make a breeze. breeze. Wow. And a funny little basin you're supposed and to, to wash, wash your face, face in,
1: in, and a crank to shut, shut the, the window, window sh- if you if you please.
0: It's should you sneeze is what's listed here. Whoa! But I don't know the accuracy of these. Yeah, you areas. definitely don't want to be
1: sneezing. <laughs> how dare you sneeze out the window? This
2: is a train car, madam.
1: <laughs> Into the cold air of this northern hemisphere.
2: Do you understand how north we are?
0: <laughs> it's a mail train too. It's like I don't think there's a lot of passengers on it. I think Wait, it's, although maybe there, such there is a neat passenger little... carriage.
1: Yeah, why is there such a There's heat? first I mean,
0: and third class, yeah.
1: Okay. Maybe Titanic I, don't situation.
0: About <laughs> I don't know anything
1: about We have just really gone all over.
0: We've gone off the rails, <laughs> which never would have happened if Skimbleshanks was here.
1: No, he would never allow it. He would never. Him in that tight, compact little body. <laughs> I know. God bless it.
0: I just want to say good things about it. Okay, what am I happy about with cats? I am excited that we have something that I will see playing on screens in Mm. queer spaces for the rest of my life.
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's a good call
0: that we immediately have two different versions of it. We have the graphics package, the original graphics cat package, the OC, if you will, the original cats. And then we have (laughs) the updated graphics (laughs) package and like, I think we must have seen the original one with the hands and the ridiculous mouths faces. I think so too. And there were so many cuts where you're just like, they have to be kidding. They shouldn't yeah. have even made that cut because it was fine and then they cut to something else and it was terrible and then <laughs> they cut back. It was just clear they didn't finish. I think that it was nice to see dance showcased, although I wish they had kept their grubby CGI paws off of these beautifully sculpted bodies of dancers who literally spend their entire life training to look away and move away and to just put something on that, that is not a costume, is so mm. offensive to yeah. me, honestly, and should be to everybody who pursues a craft like in a performance based art. It has completely taken away everything about the dance that makes it the dance. It's mm. like, put a costume on a person, like, let me see their legs, like, don't mar their gorgeous quads their beautiful ballet quads
1: yeah don't touch those ballet quads <laughs> and God that's the thing it.
0: i'm telling you if you thought that skimbleshanks had a cute butt mm. then <laughs> i just have to point you to actual pictures of stephen McRae on google because his butt is even cuter without that real fur technology getting in the way See, look at how gorgeous oh, he is. Yeah. Look at that muscle definition. It's astounding. Like, that's what we should be seeing. That's the gift oh. that dancers give us with this ridiculous ballet training that they wow. do from an early age. They Their bodies become that. Yeah. And to to put something between that and the viewer is just so wildly offensive and I think completely misses the spirit of the piece.
2: It's so interesting because I don't nearly have as much context as you guys have with this Stephen McCrae. The Stephen McCrae. But I, it's so interesting that you say that, Mike, because because of the CGI, I had absolutely zero context of what you just showed me. I just saw a... A cat. A cat. A cat in pants. A cat in
1: pants. <laughs> Red pants. Red pants.
0: I think what makes stuff like this work is that kind of imagination element where it's like these people are pretending to be something that they're not. They're pretending to be cats. And we all know that. They're not really fooling us by making a human look more convincingly like a cat. I think they're getting in the way of that fun little thing of like playing pretend. And I think that maybe as a culture, we don't really do that too much anymore, except when we're very little. Mm. And this was a chance to share that. I just think it's such a shame that a hundred million dollar uh, advertising budget yes, that is how and much like. It costs. Probably $50 million of CGI, like really, that it was just so totally flushed down the toilet when it was such a great opportunity on the international stage to present dance and to present movement and to have these conversations with dancers and to have interviews with dancers and all these types of things. And I'm just very upset.
1: Yes, I totally get it. Well, I mean, this was my big problem with it, too.
0: I think that's like the bulk of my tirade. Is that it? Just it just feels like it was a lot of money to be spent, and the arts is always so thirsty for money. And mm. I feel like there was a way to do this that maybe had been more grassroots. Send a ballet dancer to go like dance with Rachel Ray on her show, or some shit like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like have like a quote unquote like regular person try and do this ridiculous movement thing. Like make right. it about that. Like don't make right. it about this computer boner that these guys. Well, have because uh, that's to, right. like, show cats show off right? how fierce
2: their computers are. Yeah, cats is about the movement, about the dance.
1: Right, it's a dance show. But yeah. Just be clear. It, and
2: I can say this with full certainty with my limited knowledge of Cats, it has never been about the post-production value. No. Cats, no. cats has never once been about the post-production value.
0: No, it's about coming into the theater and the scale is all wackadoo and there's all these like these these things and you feel like you're a cat as well because of the scale of the things that are mm. on the proscenium and everything and it's just kind of this fanciful, imaginary world of adventure fun.
2: Yeah. Right. If, if you guys want a real scale mind fuck, for whatever reason, my brain went to trash cans. Like, that's what my brain was going to use to scale these cats. Oh,
1: that's so good. That's it your was,
2: ruler? It was different every time. <gasps> it was yeah. different. See? It really messed me up. Like... But there's so many trash cans, right? Because they're they're <laughs> jellicle cats. They're walking around. It's a trash world. It's a trash world.
1: Trashy trash world. The
2: uh, tum tugging on some Pringles <laughs> in in a in a can.
1: That's so good. I didn't even get there. I don't even know. I just gave up. Like I didn't. I from the beginning I was like, nope.
0: I was never trying to nope. <laughs> track scale or anything like that. But like that's so I, true. I let go of that. I think if they had committed to building three sets, like the inside of the theater is one example. And then the outside alleyway, and then yes. say an additional third set or the like milk bar. The milk bar—that's the
1: one we're forgetting,
0: right? The milk bar. Yeah. What was that? It was. It was just <laughs> where so... humans
1: go to drink milk.
0: Apparently, <laughs> because... it, it was so many different ideas. It, it was. It was the camel, the horse by committee. Like yes, the camel. And then I'm just concerned that the overuse of the CGI is going to people are going to misunderstand that as they don't like musicals or they don't see a reason to make musicals again. Because, well, remember when we made Cats, it was a total bomb. Or remember, you know, there were all these problems with Rent Live and everything. <laughs> and, and my response to that is that's not because you did a musical. That's because you didn't know how to do a musical. Right. Mm. That's because you, you tried to do a musical when you did not have the experience of doing musicals. And it's just a frustration that I have with Hollywood's approach to uh, movie musicals in recent years. Mm.
1: Um, I think what I just go off of this, my big thing is I hate that the labor of dance is being erased and it's made to look like an animation Mm. because when you're animating, you can do anything, right? People can do anything. There's no limits, and so it looks as if these dancers who are actually doing this labor—it's like all of the muscles, all of the work—is smoothed over via CGI, and it's making it seem as if this is these are unreal movements. And really, these are real movements done by real people who have crafted this talent over so many years, right? And that's being completely erased. Well, except for the muscles on the cavity. <laughs> yeah, but so all strange. of the like human things. And like when they had those break dancing cats, like wearing the shoes, they looked so oh, weird. They twins? So
2: odd, yeah.
0: They're famous, yeah. I think I know those guys.
1: Yeah, they famous twins. cats.
0: They're like French. They're French hip hop dancers. They're yeah, like- yeah, yeah world famous. And that's what I mean. We all know that Taylor Swift's in it. We all know that Idris Alba is in it. We all know that Dame Judy Dute is in it. But <laughs> dude, dude, we don't know who these Dute. fantastic dancers are who, mm. are who should be the real star. Right. And I understand from the marketing perspective that there's this idea of like, well, we need to have these familiar names in there so we can put butts in the seats. But like, can we also just focus on making quality product? Right. Can the bare minimum requirement to be in a musical where you have to dance and sing is that you are able to dance and sing sure. yes. And can we maybe not give Oscars To the people who then Immediately upon receiving the Oscar For a role in which they danced and sang Say that they really can't believe this Because they don't dance or sing Can we maybe just stop that yeah. behavior Like, yeah, let's like stop honestly it. the talent is out there It exists the people are here doing the work The people have put in the work And they can turn out just as good of a performance Frankly if not better Far better mm. mm-hmm. Usually far better than the, the names, you know? It just yeah. makes me a little upset. But, again, I'm so thrilled that we have this. I also think there were brilliantly framed shots and, like, brilliant camera movement with some of the the big sets, like when they were all mm-hmm. dancing in the theater or when yeah, they were yeah, doing yeah. practical, accomplishable shots. All looked great. It's when things started to get weird or they started relying too much on every trick that this studio could roll out mm. that it went off of the rails for right. me. And... That's not how Skimble Shanks runs his train and you know that's not how I'm running my train.
1: Right. Well, as you shouldn't. As a man of the theater. As two men of the theater.
0: Truly. Yeah.
1: No. Hell no.
0: Um, do you want to take a break?
1: <laughs> do you feel better? I do. <laughs> fish
0: sticks. Oh, fish sticks. Where are you? Fish sticks? What? Are you nipped? How could you? You promised me you'd stay off the herb. Oh, really? You're going to stand here and tell me that you aren't nipped off your ass?
1: hmm <laughs> Darnell, it seems like you need a brand clubby nipponometer, the only breathalyzer for filthy, lying cats, like fish sticks here. A breathalyzer? For cats? How does it work? Well, Darnell, just have your cat lock lips with our patented fish-shaped breathing tube and watch as the fish changes color with each stinky breath your cat exhales. And voila! Catch your little lush stinker red pod. Well,
0: I'll be damned. Now I'll finally be able to prove to fish sticks they are legally nipped. <laughs> Texana, you. Texana, we. Texana, who?
1: Texana, me. Kingdom. Anamalia, you know the deal by now. Phylum. Cordata. Slinky stealthy spines.
0: Class.
1: Mammalia. Live young. Pussy pods. Order. Carnivora. Chompy chomp. Rip that
0: flesh. Family.
1: Fila day. They're cute even though they're vicious. Genus. Jellico. What the hell is that?
0: Species.
1: Jellicus. From mm. some sugar. <laughs>
0: Meredith, (laughs) I enjoyed that performance, but it sounds like you had something else written.
1: I did. What did I say about him? Look out for his huge junk. He's Rum Tum Tugger. (laughs) Because here's the thing. Okay. 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 There's a lot that needs...
0: Well, he's a curious cat.
1: He's a curious cat, and we got to unpack this. Yeah.
0: Got to unpack something.
1: I think...
2: (laughs) This is already off the rails.
0: From a dance belt. Well, Skimble Shanks isn't Skimble here. Shanks. What do you guys expect? This is this is Rum Tom no, Tugger. Tugger.
1: Okay, here's the thing about him. He wants to be completely individual. He wants to be completely unique. He wants nothing to do with the rules and the strictures mm. of the other cats. Okay? Uh-huh. So he doesn't give a fuck about what Skimble Shanks wants. Okay? And in these time schedules, he's like, no, no, no. No, 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 no. So when I say look out for his huge junk, that's kind of... <laughs> It's kind of misleading in that Jason Derulo, who plays Rum Tum Tugger in the movie, talk about all this CGI editing out the, the labor of these bodies and mm. like the actual curves of these bodies. Yeah, and
0: the gifts from their creators. And <laughs> yes, just
1: their, exactly. Their corpus,
0: their physical form.
1: Yeah, so he has been blessed with an abnormally large junk. And they <laughs> Not to put any kind of value judgment on it, but like oh. it's it's big, it's really big, and he's Note-worthy. very proud of it. Mm-hmm. Noteworthy. E
0: That's plus a... plus, if you will.
1: <laughs> so, but they edited it out. They edited it. Yeah. Edited it, 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 it. out.
0: They smoothed over all the bodies. They also did it with the legs. You could see yeah. on the low lines, the outer lines of the leg. You could see where they had they had judged it a little bit to
2: get real fur Not technology. A reverse
1: judged. I think yeah. in some cases so, in his case. Just to get some
2: editorial in here from you Meredith. Yeah. Tell me what you would have preferred.
1: Show me that
2: junk. <laughs> yeah, show me that junk. Because
1: in the <laughs> going to the um the 1998 version, I'm not going to say anything like I I didn't have any sort of like sexual awakening watching. I think his name was um consciously you didn't. Consciously I consciously didn't, you didn't. Right. I think his name was like John Partridge or something. I think his last name was Partridge. A day. Harkening back to our Fasiana yes, Day. Day friend. Perdix, perdix. I remember watching that as a, as a youngster in junior high and just being like, damn, that's sexy. He was like wearing this tight little like black number and then had kind of this like headdress. Yeah, like a always, cobra
0: collar sort of thing.
1: Yeah, he's almost wearing like a cobra collar and he was super sexy and had these like thin little legs, but just like obviously, you know, it was packing heat, right? <laughs> So I think this is just kind of the rum tub tugger yeah. like airsatz vibe.
0: It's like the nineteen year old that just figured out what he's working with <laughs> and is like into punk rock and like drives <laughs> yeah. his mom's minivan. Yeah. You know? Yes
2: and just has a massive Pringles can.
0: That's what I mean. He's and he's just figured out what a gift it is, yeah. you know. He didn't realize how special he was until mm. that moment. Mm. Yeah. Right. I would say that Rumtum Tugger has a lot of BDE if you
1: will. Oh,
2: absolutely.
1: Oh, he absolutely. is running like running on nothing but so I was doing some reading about the different configurations of this show over the years and kind of how it moved from poem to stage to movie and everything. Like the main thing that they were saying is that Rum Tum Tugger, he can't be pleased. He's the nonconformist cat. But somehow out of that, they made him like this Mick Jagger type so I think a lot of his movements and his kind of rock star sensibilities, and the way like the, all the kittens fawn over him, and me as the kitten watching this 1998 version, I was just like, "Oh, meow, meow, meow!" <laughs> and what was so awkward <laughs> watching this thing where he's <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Even those sound effects are so good. But in the movie, when he's, like, dancing at the milk bar and, like, all the kittens are, like, lined up watching him and you just hear, like, ew, 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 ew It was just, like, ew. Yeah,
2: and just getting fucking drenched in hot milk.
1: I just know. And fucking... they're, like, opening. Okay, first of all, this is a milk bar that's, like, human-sized. <laughs> right?
0: Which raises questions relating to Clockwork Orange, first of all. Oh, shit. The Wait. other famous cinematic milk bar, the Moloko Bar. Yep. In
2: Clockwork Orange,
1: I forget. I watched it, but it, I don't. It's like milk this. with
2: cocaine in it, right?
0: Like, yeah, I don't know exactly because they use that like weird language where they say like mashed kartoffel and veg to mean like mashed potato and veg, and so I'm not quite sure. But it was Moloko, and I think it was some sort of milk that would like fuck you up, mm. and then you would go be ultra violent.
2: Yeah, drug milk. Oh
1: my yeah. gosh! Well, this is kind of.
0: There's no way that I can see something on screen, on cinema, that says Milk Bar and not assume that all the people making it are just like, eh, just Clockwork Orange.
2: Oh. <laughs> that's oh a, my That's an interesting point. Like, yeah, we're, we're going to be nonconformist. Let's do a reference to Clockwork It Orange. just sounds like something that somebody with a lot of money said at a
0: meeting once and was like, wouldn't this be cool? And then it got written down and then they had to do it. People because like, yeah, that person yeah, yeah. had authority. Oh my
1: gosh, this is such interesting yeah, stuff. It's Especially... another, It's
0: I have a lot of these camel moments
1: i, I the camel can't.
0: humps let's call them
1: <laughs> by committee like yeah. movie by committee yeah it just yeah. sounds like
0: something that somebody pitched out at a table meeting and then they were like well i don't know man frank's giving like two million dollars and like he just really <laughs> wants to see this milk bar like that's what it seems like to me
2: show me the milk bar at least at least there were no like boulder caps they could have done that. Instead, they did cockroaches, which I loved. I loved the cockroaches. Oh, I disagree. Ugh. I disagree. But I, pre- I appreciate your perspective. Although I'm just trying I'm to going. balance my cockroach energy
0: right now because I really hate the actual creature cockroaches. Mm. And I so see. so I'm trying to, like, feel positive about yeah. on-screen tap-dancing cockroaches.
1: I love a tap-dancing cockroach. And that's also what they did in the show, in the Broadway musical. Yes. But when they're, like, picking them out and, like, eating them, that was grossing me out. And also those, mm. like, mice children – Poorly
2: rendered mice children. Also, strange scale.
1: Fuck weird mice children.
2: Again, just
1: paint
0: somebody's face and put them in a silly costume and like do a creative setup where it's like a scale shot. It's the cats are closer and the mice are farther away. Like a door opens and the mice are farther away. And they're like, sure. focused just on like do something like that. Like take us on that journey. Like show us the magic of it and the magic of creating and being in a room and like making something work. If the magic now is to like sit in front of your fucking computer and like program layers of backdrops on top of each other. Boy, isn't that a dismal future for mm. art making? Well, in humanity,
1: I just saw a major Broadway revival of something where essentially all that just happens. I'm not going to name drop it, but I'll probably bring it up again because there were things happening in it where I was like, a cavity? Meow, meow, meow.
0: Hello, listener. We've just edited out a conversation because it got a little bit too real. But the general (laughs) thrust of it is that we've noticed tendencies in theater as well to utilize these projection screens to the exclusion of physical, like practical scenic elements. And that sometimes it is effective, but other times it just really loses the joy and magic of what theater is. Yes. And forsaking that for this flexible, well, we don't have to really commit to something that's physically built and we can tweak it and we can make anything happen on this projection screen.
1: Period. Yeah. Period. <laughs> period.
0: That's all we're going to say. Cause I, return, I could keep return. going with examples.
1: I know. I don't, it's just I don't want like, to. We can't, we can't. This, this is, is not, not a
2: call out podcast. This
1: is not, the place. We're here to talk about animals. We're
2: here to talk about cats.
1: <laughs> Not the state of theater today. <laughs> As I grip this microphone. So here are some things that I discovered through going back to the original text, the T.S. Eliot Old Possum Book of Practical Cats, which was from I think it was like 1939, if we can contextualize when these poems were initially written. Mm. Give it up, tsl So Monk Strap he is the gray cat that is narrating the whole thing. Right. He is the brother of Rumtum Tugger, apparently. Oh. Right.
2: Lore. We have ourselves some cat lore.
1: Yeah, some cat lore. Some I just had to throw facts. I did not know that in all my years of cats fandom. I didn't know that, that they were related. And so I think in the original Old Deuteronomy, which we'll hear more about soon. Rum Tum Tugger and Monk's Trap share those solos. So when they're like introducing Old Deuteronomy, saying like Old Deuteronomy's Varied Nine Lives, blah, blah, blah. They're sharing that solo. It's a duet. That's what we call that. That's fun. So I mean I could talk more about him and like I don't know, just being like a sexy cat, but we don't need to.
0: Let's talk about some cats of different colors. Meredith, I believe you said before going into the film, if the Mongo Jerry and Rumpel Teaser signature cartwheel was not in the film... <laughs> You would be very disappointed. And I sat next to you knowing that it would not be in the film because somebody spoiled it for me, but that's okay because I already knew how it ended. You know what I mean? Yeah. They did not do their signature cartwheel. They sure
1: didn't. And they changed, the whole song was completely rewritten.
0: It was. It was very different. Shameful. And the thing is, I actually kind of liked the visual sequence of them like kind of hopping around. It was fine. I thought that like early in the movie, that sort of thing is like kind of choice, but I needed their cartwheel and I needed it to be the
2: piece you know
1: yeah ren do you know about the cartwheel i know nothing about the cartwheel how do we even begin to I'm describe sorry this
2: out it's I kind
1: of a two-person cartwheel so there's like one person inverted okay and there's no hands involved right so
0: it's like you're standing next to each other yeah. and one person starts cartwheeling towards the other person and when their hands are down on the ground the other person grabs their legs with their hands and then they continue oh. onward
1: and it's great so
2: it's like a regular cartwheel and an inverted cartwheel happening at the same time yeah love it
1: because they're like little like troublesome cats
2: these are the two cats that she runs into that like adorn her with pearls yes and jewelry right yeah, yeah
1: they festoon her with various necklaces yeah and things that they've stolen actually i think it's one of the like most brilliant poems in the whole set of t.s sure. Eliot poems just the way it's like so the original setting of the song is very like and then they like changed it into this like, it was just like, Completely changed the whole character of it. It really pissed me off. really got my goat.
0: Yeah, well, the show is kind of a stylistic adventure. It's a bit of a catch-all, you know. It's kind of all over the map in terms of, like, style. There was the techno beat. One of my friends posted on Facebook the other day, like, pro tip, the techno beat starts at 1 minute and 33 seconds of, you know, just so that everybody would know where. I guess this brings us to the addition of a song for Victoria, the white cat... (sighs) who doesn't assume such a central role in the stage play as no. sort of this like narrative through line as she does in this number, where like her entire character is to just look inquisitively across the room at someone <laughs> and just question and not quite understand that clearly like all of her intention and how she was directed. Also, Sir Ian McKellen holding up a mirror to his direction by literally going meow, 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 <laughs> meow, meow, meow. meow. <laughs> where he was, t- it, surely he was told, well, just kind of look around like a cat and meow like a cat. <laughs> so he was like, well, fuck you. Meow, 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 meow. And that's the cut that made it. To me, that's some of the Mwah. Yeah, that is the- a- Absolutely uh. gorgeous, brilliant performance by Sir Ian McKellen. Also a brilliant performance by James Corden as for Jones. Mm. Is that his
1: name? I disagree.
0: Oh, you didn't like it? I thought it,
1: him and Reb, Rebel Wilson.
0: I thought he understood the vaudevillian aspect of it more than Rebel Wilson. I think that his ability to perform on a stage shone through more than for her. Sure. I think that they maybe gave her a little bit too much free reign to like improvise.
1: Ugh, it was also bad.
0: It was not great. It just didn't, oh, it was it just didn't so work. Bad. And then there's Taylor Swift's song, oh, which oh. is the oh, most God. rambling first draft nonsense that I have heard in a very long time. Beautiful Ghosts. Beautiful Ghosts. It has nothing to do. It takes all the air out of the momentum. The way that the text is declared and the meter and everything. It just
1: All it, that I wanted is to be wanted. <laughs>
0: that's you as swab Let me pause while I come up with another lyric. Wa ba ba Oh shit.
2: Oh, ba I need another lyric. Why isn't
0: there a cat
2: Why isn't there a cat scat segment? A cat scat. Cat
1: scat. That's the litter box number. <laughs>
0: Scooty, dot, bow, bop, bop, bow, plop.
2: <laughs> Get a load of this.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. I just felt so bad for that. Francesca Hayward having to sing that terrible song. I was never more bored in my life. Than
2: I was than when so
1: that song mad. Came on. I was Ugh. so mad. Walk down these London streets alone. <laughs> oh god please it
0: should have been better A uh, pop starlet known for her 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 songwriting ability sits down with one of the great songwriters of our time and whether or not you like andrew lloyd weber's music doesn't change the fact that he is wildly prolific and has many of the most successful songs certainly of music theater and like of general pop culture as yep, well yep, 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 yep. so you know, you'd expect it to be less terrible, but really she wrote a song that she could sing. She didn't write a song for the character in the piece.
1: Um, Newsflash, she can't write songs. No one... She wow. doesn't write songs. She's a, a by Like a like by writing bi, Is that a thing? No, it's not a is thing. Is that like a bi-valve? writing <laughs> Bi-valves. Sick clam writer. Yeah, she you sucks. gotta get
0: the Fabrice. She sucks. I, you know... It does it, takes. everything just kind of feels like half-assed with her. I was listening to um McCavity or McCavity. McCavity, excuse me, McCafferty, whatever. <laughs> McCavity, she's the one on that it's her song and in like the last chorus where any sensible vocalist of even a moderate talent level would be just fucking riffing over the top of it like she's just not it's just disappointing again it's like the talent is there the ability is there there are people that can deliver that in a way that's terrifying and makes you feel a certain way and then they can actually fucking riff over the chorus and convince you that like this cat's like scary and spooky and maybe unlike Tay Tay they will promote this fucking piece with their friend and they won't come with a fucking writer that says that they gotta write some bullshit first draft piece of garbage that they're gonna force some poor innocent fantastic dancer to try and salvage with a performance that yes. sh- you know there's nothing you can do to Damn. make that work it- it's just so disrespectful and again the people that lose are the dancers our athletes of god are just treated like complete garbage <laughs> and i have no time for that <laughs>
1: Mike, oh, I'm glad. I'm glad you have this outlet. I'm glad you have this outlet. Myself,
0: also, I've been carrying this around a lot inside of me. Mm.
1: I I can tell.
2: Yeah, it's it's finally come to the (laughs) surface.
1: I'm just very
0: happy to like share this opinion with
2: the world. (laughs) It's good. It's very articulate. It's incredible. I know. Yeah, it's heartfelt.
0: I can.
1: Clearly. Because I just,
0: I'm telling you, man, like I watch all these people, uh, like throughout my life, I've been around dancers throughout my professional life, at least, you know, they work so hard and like their entire life is devoted to, to moving their body and to shaping their body and that understanding and that passion and that development. And just to see, even in, even in those like rehearsal videos where they're marking, Mm -hmm. you can tell they're like, some of them are like really just kind of like marking it. They're feeling it. They're finding it, you know, but. But like, you can see just how capable they are if you know what you're looking at. And then to just have it be such garbage. And you know that they weren't paid well, too. Like, you know Probably that those not. ensemble dancers, mm-hmm. they were not paid well. $100 million on marketing and $100 million to make that it's like you want know what would be cool why don't we take some of that money and like start a dance company the cats dance company and just have it be like you know we're going to take like three years to make this movie and we're going to have the company together the whole time and we're going to do different stuff and we're going to do outreach stuff and we're going to paint our faces and we're going to look like cats and we're going to like do it and we're going to bring it to the children you know what I mean it's like play that angle don't play this bullshit angle of like well Taylor Swift's not going to really write this song and it's going to be terrible but we're going to have to pay her a lot of money. And she's not even going to give a good performance on this fucking, like, McCavity, Which, Like, I honestly don't understand why somebody didn't even just, like, write a riff for her for that last chorus. It just sounds empty. It's just this cavernous space. It's like yelling into a cave.
1: Yeah. You know? uh, well, that's just her. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not a Taylor Swift yeah, fan. I'm sorry. Like I really she's... don't like her a lot. You
2: expressed your contempt for her casting even before you went and saw the movie. Did yes.
1: You really? Yes. Well, what did you say? The one line that she has like unaccompanied where it's just like, my cavity's not there. It's just this awful fake oh, British accent. Yeah, that's
2: right. Yeah. Like, oh my God. She like just completely farted out on the accents <laughs> For most of the song, you can tell she worked with her dialect coach on the chorus. Yes. She's like, this is, oh, bread and butter. And then she got the chorus and she's like, you know what? I'm fine for the rest of it. You know, like, and she just dismissed her dialect coach yeah because, because everything is like McCavity, McCavity. it's not there <laughs> and it's like holy fuck taylor we get it uh, did you work huh? hard on this accent it shows yeah well you know
0: in the behind the scenes video she Fair. tells like well i just came off of an arena tour and came right into these rehearsals it's like well cool
1: it shows it
0: shows that Checks up. Cool. That's hard. An arena tour is hard. You're working hard for that. Even if you are kind of like marking through numbers that were just kind of white versions of Beyonce's. <laughs> Ugh. A good call. Oh. Like, right? Like, oh, yes. honestly. Yeah. dumbed down, clapping on one in three versions of Bitch Beyonce's can't dance. choreography <laughs> and stage show. Like, honestly,
2: that's what it is. It's yeah. totally what it is. No,
1: trying. Ugh. Okay.
2: <laughs> and, and that's Rum Tum Tugger. That's how you feel about Rum
1: Tugger. And that's <laughs> the Rum Tugger is a curious, curious
0: cat. cat. Offer him pheasant, rather have grouse. I'd rather have a mouse than rather have a rabbit a dead. than that than a cat. Rum tug Tugger is
2: <laughs> a hell of a cat.
0: That's how it goes, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. It's always scat. It's always cat scat. Oh, That's dude! Cat. I never know the words,
0: man. I don't know any of the words.
1: <laughs> it is all cat's cat scat when you're like back in it. <inaudible>
0: Perfect. Yeah, it's either that or it's like very clearly spoken, like Jellico cats come out tonight." Jellico <laughs> cats, come, come on, one, come all. The Jellicle is shining come to the All right, um, I guess let's take a break. What do you
1: say? (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Are you blind when you're born?
1: Can you see in the dark?
0: Can you look at a king?
1: Would you sit on his throne?
0: Are your legs cold?
1: What about your forearms?
0: Keep those wrist and ankle busts warm with new brand clubby leg and arm warmers.
1: Specifically designed for the cat who simply has to dance.
0: Available in a wide variety of colors to match any type of cat's gorgeous real fur. Great
1: for practical cats.
0: Dramatical cats.
1: Oratorical cats.
0: Metaphorical cats.
1: Clerical cats.
0: Rabbinical cats.
1: Statistical cats.
0: And economical cats who use code MIWOW at checkout to save 9%. That's one percentage of savings per life.
1: You've got to be kidding me! Such incredible savings.
0: It sounds impossible, but this deal, litter, Uli won't last. So don't miss out on this possibility, my dear friend. Free verse, couplet, stanza, haiku. Here are some. A- Home, you cool.
1: This poem is untitled. Taylor Swift can't walk in those heels. Maybe a sensible kitten heel would have done the trick, but I doubt it. You can take the girl out of Hendersonville, slap a unitard on her, strap her on a dangling moon, and give her the CGI, Dolly Parton boobs of her dreams, but unfortunately for us, he can't edit out a lack of charisma.
0: This one's called Cat Poem. You know Demeter and Grizabella and Jenny Enidots and Gus, Mongo Jerry, and Rumple Teaser, and Old Deuteronomy, and Rum Tum Tugger. But do you recall the most jellical cat of all? Do snakes write sonnets?
1: Quail's quatrains?
0: We hope you found solace.
1: In our refrains. Okay. Okay. Texana, you. Texana, we. Texana, who?
0: Texana, me. Kingdom. Animalia. Animals are super cool. Phylum. Chordata. Your spine is fine. Class. Mammalia. The they've got fur. Order. Carnivora. Meat eaters, young.
1: Family.
0: Feel it a meow, 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 meow. Genus. Jellicles. Jellicles come to the jellico ball.
1: Species.
2: Deuteronomy. She's like a cap older. <laughs> Old dude. Old dude.
1: Old dude. Dude with
2: the toots. Same Judy dude. Self proclaimed, I read, by the dame herself. The role I was born to play she literally said that and regardless of your opinion of the film of her performance in it of dame herself right those were her words and i'm not telling you should have any opinion on it whatsoever but i'm just telling you facts that's That's amazing she she literally said that
1: that's amazing
2: she
0: was to be in the original production in the west end but her achilles tendon
2: broke before opening and so she was replaced which honestly is the most deuteronomy thing Oh my gosh,
1: what an old right! She's an old
2: cat. She's She's an old an old cat. And then for her to come back and return and judge who gets to go to the heavy side layer. Oh shit! So, in in all honesty, she she was born. Everything in her life led up to this role of Deuteronomy.
1: That's amazing.
2: And I also realized. Two, that normally Deuteronomy is played by man,
1: it is, it is, Which, so it was a bit of a gender bend,
2: but I, in I, casting I think that's that great because it's interesting. Out of all the things that I questioned in Cats, I never questioned uh, the gender of Deuteronomy, I was just really. Like, I was just like, Hot Dame, <laughs> <laughs> that's Hot her.
1: Dame Judy Hot Dude.
2: Dame Judy Dench. I love her. Uh, oh. first, first of all, incredible. I do primarily see Dame Judi Dench as the head of MI6 for uh, 007. Oh my the Secret spy Service. So it, it, was, it was hard for me to be like, okay, head of a spy organization, and now she's a cat so it's a, that was a that was a stretch of my imagination now she's
1: a cowardly lion now
2: she's a cowardly lion <laughs> yeah. yeah as far as aesthetics but she was proud she was she was excited you could tell she was in a role definitely not lacking in courage no, no. <laughs> sure. so that was fascinating i also started to do some research on deuteronomy Oh. The actual origin. Oh my gosh, please. Name? Some Bible? <sighs> yeah, some Bible, Bible study. And to be honest, like most of my foyers into Bible research fizzled out very quickly. Very, <laughs> very quickly. I believe it. I think I got like three pages into Genesis. I was like a really angsty teenager and I was like, I'm going to read the fucking Bible. <laughs> it's pronounced angst. Angst, my apologies. What? That's, Shut up. That's the biblical pronunciation. <laughs> angsty Moses. <laughs> I was filled with angst. I was filled with angst. But the Christ brought me through. The Christ.
1: The Christ. That shows you how
2: close I am. Praise him. Praise him. Yeah, I got like three pages into Genesis. and was like, Whoa. Okay,
1: um, I'm, I'm out.
2: I'm out. Peace. Run out. The fear of God has been lifted. <laughs> I really don't know much about Deuteronomy besides it kind of loosely translates to like the second law. Oh. I mean, I could be butchering this. People will write in. You'll get a lot Play of mail. AnimalFanClubPod you know. at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. Hit them up. Really? I'm just a guest, so I'm fucking out of here. These guys have to deal with the fan <laughs> we mail. Do, That's we like. Do. It's all right. This blast this is so realistic. much of it. Now, Meow. 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 So it's, it stands for like, I think like second law or something like that, which I thought was fascinating because this yeah. is all this is all tying into her as like truly an almost religious figure, right? Yeah. Like that yes. is definitely what she It was is. a
0: Christ-like old Deuteronomy's coming and yes. like, and yeah. it was
2: like, yes, oh my, could it
0: be, you know, it's very corral.
1: Yeah. Totally. And then also like there's a lot of like ritualistic like Absolutely. dancing and like when they're all like... <sighs>
2: For her and on behalf the, of yeah yeah it was well, and, it's, and very, it's primal too right yes. there's like primal motions of it but there's also like the sophistication of like here we are as a cat civilization now we're no longer primal yeah
1: you yes. guys follow me right yeah totally
2: <laughs> yeah they were all just kind of doing whatever but then once old dute showed up yeah, they got, got real like, serious here we go it's focus in so it's it's almost like a shared consciousness as a result
1: absolutely of old Doot. Oh, I
0: like
2: that
1: yes. Dame
0: Judy Dute as
2: shared consciousness <laughs>
1: yes oh good we're getting academic now
2: love it yeah it's dense keep Um, going it's interesting because like and i don't mean to get off topic already no please but rum tum tugger (laughs) 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 those words kept ringing in my head i'm not sure i thought much of the jude's performance until after i heard those words i was born to play this role yeah because i would associate that phrase with Surian McKellen. When I saw Surian McKellen, <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that guy's great. a fucking cat. That guy's a goddamn cat.
1: He's, he's a sh- he's
2: a Shakespearean globe theater ass cat. Yes, stroking yes. around the groundlings. Meow, 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 <laughs> meow. <laughs> to meow, we're not to meow. <laughs> <laughs> it always goes back to the hairball.
1: Yes.
2: It's a bit. It's a recurring bit.
1: Everything about the hairball.
2: I'm not sure I'm ready to fully criticize James Duty Dench's. Dame Duty to t- Duty. Mc- it's hard. You McRudy. gotta really stop you and say focus. It. Dame, Dame Judy Doot. <laughs> Jellickal cats. Dame <laughs> Judy Doot. Doot. Dute. Doot. Dute. Dooter. Deuterotomy. Duter. Deuterotomy. Deuterotomy. My cat has been deutered. Dutered cat. <laughs> Gross. We here at Animal
0: Fan Club encourage you to get your pet spayed or deutered. Dutered. dutered. <laughs>
1: Yes. <laughs> oh, that's so good.
2: Yeah, do doot your cat before it doots another cat. Ooh. Little cat coupling. Man, I really tried yeah. to pick a cat for myself, which I couldn't make sexual puns, but that's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. I think Dame Judy Doot is a sex icon. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she
1: can. Especially Dute. after that leg yeah, lift. She's
0: feral, honey. She,
2: oh, yeah, you're
1: right. That, we she did, did that get to like, see Oh, that is she lift. good? Oh, Judy! <laughs> you're right, hon? Judy! Did she stretch? I hope she Clearly. stretched. <laughs> oh my gosh, the the reactions in yeah. the theater, including Sydney next to me, just going, "Oh no!" <laughs>
2: in all honesty, isn't that the sign of a good performance where you have that spectrum? Like, there's one person that's like, yeah.
1: "Oh,"
2: and then there's another person like, oh. <laughs> like, and and everything in between. So, like, truly, yeah, you know, what? more power to her.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. She's the only cat who
2: uh broke the fourth wall. Yes. The only yes. cat. Which who who else but old dude? Old duder. She <laughs> duded the audience. And and we were uh, duded by and we were it was. For, we were duded for a long like for a the, long so, time. So at, at about the six-minute mark? It was like, and that's <laughs> what a cat is. <laughs> So now you've seen what a cat is. And a cat is a cat. And it's like, oh shit, oh my god. Like, I, what what <laughs> year like, is it?
0: Shit, Dame Judi Dench sees that I'm in the audience for oh, Cats the movie. Oh <laughs> fuck, oh fuck, I'm a cat. Oh fuck, oh no. Where'd my genitals go? <laughs> she doodles. me. What genitals
2: can, angelic <laughs> genitals do. She Oh, Dame Judi tutored me. Where'd my Pringles can go? How am I gonna get rumatum
0: tugged off now? You've been CGI'd by the oppressive authoritarian regime of visual effects. Memories of my genitalia.
1: my gosh this is an academic paper in their writing like we could go like freudian we could go marxist we could go any which way with this shit well
0: that's what you said like immediately after the movie you were like i think i'm gonna go full marxist and i turned and looked at you and i was like if i've ever seen a better example of like (laughs) the problems with wealth inequality (laughs) in the arts in the united states point me towards it this is what it is (laughs) it's people with tons and tons of money making these wildly off artistic decisions and then the people that actually have to make the thing, trying to salvage it, you know?
1: Yes. Yeah. And
0: I, I have to say that regarding our director, Tom Hooper, who <laughs> notably also did, before this, there was the Danish Girl. Did you ever see that movie? Mm. I haven't seen it, but... It's fantastic. Oh, is that the one with,
1: um... scooby doo Yeah,
0: the guy from, um, the guy from, like, that other, that off of the Harry Potter, where, like, the crimes of Grindelwald or whatever, the the mysterious beasts and where to find them. Grindelwald? That one? That it's the guy from that, yeah. It's like loosely based on the story of this <sighs> transgendered artist who had, a, right, an er, was an early right. figure who had this uh, so-called the gender reassignment surgery, right. It was this beautiful film and it was really like delicate and subtle and provocative and all these things. And before that, directed The Lay Mis yes, of 2012, I know about this. which we all know, again, had some great moments but had big, bad decisions that were made really early on in the process and yet was still just showered with awards, even though like, Ugh. I don't understand how anybody who can objectively gauge, again, cinema, time-based art, can sit down and watch those and be like, wow, this is really some of the best that <laughs> has ever happened you know like in terms of performances and in terms of like thrust
2: you know so. Uh. Speaking of thrust old dude (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't ordain you as a Jellicle Cat right? You just become one.
1: Well she ordained Victoria. She ordained
2: Victoria in the movie. In the movie. But
1: there was nothing about that in the initial text
0: Victoria is just a standard Jellicle Cat. There's no like cat orphan subplot
1: Well can I just say like I was in my reading today Jellicle Cats in T.S. Eliot's initial conception of them so he wrote these poems i think for children and then they were later compiled
2: for weird adults
1: <laughs> Compiled for weirdos. for drug users for adults, yeah. <laughs> for modelo drinkers and movie theaters
0: <laughs> that was we were drinking Modelo. we were
1: drinking modelos theater.
0: do you remember when the guy looked in my bag and there was like a bag of sun chips sticking out of the top of it and he's like go ahead <laughs> oh you're, you're seeing cats, cats? Go
1: you're going to need these honey
2: <laughs> would you like some black tar heroin <laughs>
0: <laughs> please smoke all opium outside of the
1: theater
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to need it
1: Anyway, so Jellicle cats, I think initially were supposed to be like black and white scruffy cats. Oh. In the very, very, very early conceptions of Jellicle cats. But then I think in all the iterations, this intertextual journey we're having, they became like all cats. It's like an everyman cat. Mm. But I do think... Jellico has come to represent this particular community that is geographically bound by this particular neighborhood or trash can Cats. land in London somewhere. Not a
2: single human to be seen
1: no, in this world. Never, the except man. the one that like dumped Victoria. But did initially? we even
2: see any human features on that? And I'm talking I'm talking like phalanges, I'm talking like hands, feet. Did we <laughs> see those? I'm serious. Did we see them or Not was that it I just recall. was it a bag jettisoned from an automobile?
1: But wasn't there a woman I only know this because okay, we came late for the first viewing. Oh,
0: we nice. entered we entered during the overture and like <laughs> Was it, there's like some so big excited. moment. You were, it was hilarious. We were like running behind schedule and we're like, yeah. we gotta go, we gotta go. And we like got out and like ran inside. The dude checked my sun chips. We're like, you know, running to the theater. <laughs> like, yeah, of man. course it was the furthest theater that you oh, could yeah, possibly be yeah, in. You know? yeah. And yeah, we entered in the, in the overture, like right before the modulation or some shit like that. So yeah. it was even like, yes, like we're here now. Wow. What, yeah. what a greeting though. I know. It was kind
2: of nice Wait, to like did you enter the the? Did you say you were entering the part where it's like,
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: was that the part yeah yeah because she
1: was already out of the bag she oh, was, she was definitely out of the of bag, the bag. Yeah. Okay, the cat was out of was the, the bag at that point the cat oh, was out fuck. of the bag right i bet that's oh fuck that
2: had to be a thing that had to thing. be recognized the cat's out of the bag and she's a fucking jellicle and she's been duder <laughs> or she's about to Full be dutered. Full would i just also have to say regarding the piece
0: that this quest that we're going on with Old Dute to the Old heavy dude. side layer, uh. the heavy side layer exists. It's actually part of the atmosphere. It's roughly ninety kilometers to one hundred and fifty kilometers <laughs> above the grounds. It's one of the several layers of our ionosphere, and it's also known as the E region. <laughs> There's like an A, B, C, D, E, you know? I, I, love, the it. E
2: region. I love it when logic...
1: Meets fantasy. Meets,
2: I love it when logic meets
1: cats. Well, <laughs> love,
2: you know what I mean? Like, here's the <laughs> thing, though, is these fucking cats, these lying
0: felines, you know, they're <laughs> sneaky. Like, Skimble Shanks is definitely running a game on everybody, as is Rum Tub Tugger. And to a lesser extent, Dute herself. You think... Dame
2: Judy Dude. I, I feel like she's sincere,
0: but I just feel like of all of the things to be like, well, are you, are you going to go to the heavy side layer? It's just like such a particular cat lie. It's like just specific enough that like people don't know what you're talking about, and then if they do, they're like ninety to one hundred and fifty kilometers into the atmosphere is where you're going to go. Oh my God. Like that just doesn't seem like a reasonable place for a cat to be. You
2: know what I mean? It just doesn't hold up. So to go on that, magic is pervasive in the world of cats, which is truly incredible, which I love. And we should spend some time talking about it. But to get to the fucking... What's it called? The fucking... The the heavy heavy side side layer. Getting this fucking hot air balloon. (laughs) You know? Well, I... I was brought back from a fucking ship through the magical powers of Mr. Mistopheles. But hey, you want to go to the afterlife? getting this balloon. <laughs> it's like, fucking what? Like, do or some zippity-zorp and, and get him up there. I don't know. You just
1: do a poof. Yeah, do a Why poof, Why do they have dude? to fly up there and then, like, maybe, do like, em. lose consciousness for a little while? Totally.
2: That cat's fucking dead. Yeah. That, that, that yeah. old cat, she, she whatever her name is. Dies. She's goes, dead, for sure. Rizabella, the, g- the glamour cat? Yeah. glamour cat. Like, definitely falls to her death because the balloon <laughs> would pop at a certain altitude and she would just be creamed out. <laughs> Like that was just old dude getting the last dude in. Oh. <laughs> She's like, "No, you've been accepted." And then she ex- she ex- uh, accepts the praise from all the and jealous. In
1: that people. way it is cult-like because it's yeah, just these unnecessary totally. deaths and for this like know. presumed mm-hmm. sense of an afterlife. <gasps> an old old
2: dude is has lived many lives over apparently, but it is never defined. And I've done research oh. on this, it is never defined how many lives. Wow. She has lived. Oh my gosh! It she only she's it Jim that
1: she's Jones lived.
2: of? Oh fuck.
1: The London cat, oh, trash can God. land.
2: Yeah. Oh, shit. What's the guy's name
0: from Heaven's Gate cult?
1: Oh oh. oh.
0: She's... Apple
1: Apple White. Apple, apple sauce.
0: Applegate? Apple gate. Wait, <laughs> really? Apple White. So I think it's Apple White. Marcus
1: Apple White. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Steve Jobs. So <laughs> yeah, she yeah, is the leader. She's the Marcus Applesauce <laughs> Apple White Gate <laughs> of. The oh, Jellicles, God. which are the Heaven's Gate cult, and the oh, Hale Bop Comet
2: is <laughs> the Heavy Side Lair. <laughs> and the balloon is just a vessel for mass suicide. That's all it is. This yeah. is these
1: are just sacrificial killings. For Don't some. worry. You have oh, eight God. more
2: lives getting the fucking balloon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit.
2: Whoa, oh we've stumbled God. on Well, this. Wow. yeah, I think we've really f-
0: cracked the code here, y'all. <laughs> Thank you. I guess let's, uh, yeah, let's take, take another break. break. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just a quick little special thanks to our special guest, Ren. Thank you. So glad to be here. Genuinely. <laughs> you
2: guys are a joy. Do you want people You're to find joy. you on the internet, Ren? Sure, they can find me on the internet. Probably the best way is Instagram at RenawayTrain, is my Instagram handle. So it's R E Y N Train
1: skimple shanks you
2: i'm gonna rum a tum tug anybody (laughs) who starts following me (laughs) great if they're not already dutered that sounds hot (laughs) oh it's hot it's It's cats so it's so good good. me (laughs) wow
0: animal fan club is created and produced by us meredith jurgens and mike luno we also create all our original music and sonic experiences
1: Send us your listener feedback questions to AnimalFanClubPod at gmail.com.
0: Follow us on Instagram at AnimalFanClubPod at MeredithJurgens and at Mike underscore Luno.
1: And don't forget to rate and review our podcast on your favorite app that really helps us out. Thanks for listening
0: to our show. We hope it makes your heart and spirit glow. We'll be here next week for another meeting of
1: the Animal Fan Club.